Welcome, Welcome to another, to another episode, episode of Driving to, to the Res with your favorite hosts, Larry and Inelia. Exactamundo. Speaking of which. Yes, honey. There's probably a few people listening wondering why in the heck do you call your podcast Driving to the Res? Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not even anymore. People haven't ever listened. Yeah. So maybe you could tell them a quick story. Yes. Okay, I'm listening. So uh, many months ago now, for like six years. <laughs> we, what? <laughs> yes, for six years. That's a many. That's many months. That's many six months. Years, that's a lot of months. We we often drive in and out of the res, uh, where we live, and um, a couple hours to go to the grocery store. Yeah, a couple of hours to get to the grocery store. And then it's an hour to get to the Shannon Shack, which yes. we were in the process of building yes. for a year. Yeah. And um, we have the most amazing conversations while we're driving. Mm -hmm. We look at the planet, the world, the state of reality, and all sorts of different things that might interest us and individuals around the planet. And I kept saying, my gosh, these conversations are so good. We should record them and so other people can benefit from them. And it was back and forth. You go, you went, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> because you were a little bit shy, I think, for years. Hmm. And then you stopped being shy. And one day you said, you said, you know what? Yeah, let's start recording them. So on one of the trips, we started recording them. We were driving to the res. We were driving to the res. So we called it driving to the res. And it got, it was really good. So, but people did complain about their engine sound quite a bit. And other people loved it. Love the engine sound. Yeah, we need a little driving. less, a little more. It's hard to hear you. It's distracting them, mm -hmm. those things. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Yeah. And the race is not a very friendly place to be driving to these days. Uh, so, and also, it's kind of, we have conversations in other locations like the kitchen. We're going to do cooking to the race. <laughs> not cooking to the race. Cooking, cooking at the race. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, it's basically, we do have amazing conversations and so topics. So it's a legacy. It's at. a legacy of the origin. It's a legacy of the origin of how it began, yeah. Yeah. Right? Driving to the res. Driving to conversations. The yeah, okay. So everybody does understands, like, there is a truck involved at some point, and Sometimes, we are driving to the every, res. Occasionally, I think we last week, we were driving to the res, and uh -huh. the week before also, and we did a video live driving to the res from Oregon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was we a did. long drive. That's on YouTube, yes, on our channel. And we did a live stream live drive. We did. It. Yeah, uh -huh. so that's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. The other thing I wanted to ask about was where and, uh, well, <clears throat> I saw a picture of you one day, and you are the most adorable, cutest little thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, when I was a picture of my yeah, tiny self. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, is that the one with your pretty dress? It's one of them, yeah. So I just yeah. was going to remark on your pretty dress. I'm wearing a pretty dress today. Yeah, And it's the same one as you were wearing in that photo. eons ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that photo, it was the same um, pattern of the cloth. Uh, when I was very little, I had this. My favorite dress was a navy blue dress with white daisies. And the center of the dress was a, a orange circle, and I loved that dress. I wore it for years. I mean, I wore it when it was wore way it too it small was... <laughs> for me. I kept putting it on. 
That's cute. Yeah. And so. um I was shopping for a dress and I saw the same very similar pattern. I thought, oh my god, I got to get that dress. So I did. <laughs> and I'm wearing it today. Cool. Well maybe in our telegram we'll have a share a picture of our beautiful dresses. Yeah. Well, yeah. not our beautiful dresses. I'm not wearing one. No, you don't wear dresses. No, your your legs are too hairy for dresses. Yes, indeed. Your arms yeah. as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you see Larry's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I was thinking about something probably this morning. Looking on top with me now which is probably where we'll put the picture. And there was talking about drinking, I think, three liters of uh, bourbon. That'd be oh, okay if you did that one day and you, uh, whatever, for the rest of the time. Another right. about, well, how about just a little bit of drink with your friends? And uh, That was on the about... Nelia Benz channel on Telegram. Oh, yeah. Nelia Benz channel on Telegram. Uh-huh. And I remember feeling similarly about alcohol and its harmlessness. Yeah. Because it's just such a benign thing and everybody has some, not every... At the time when you're, like, um, having some, everybody's having some. Right, because you're at the bar. <laughs> yeah, everybody's home, having some, you got some at your house, it's the thing you do in the evening, yeah. you celebrate with it, you commiserate with it, you basically everything. With it. With it. Yeah. And without it, you're like, we should go get some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And if we don't have any, we're like, why don't we have some? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if we have a fully stocked whatever, there will be some. Right. So it's always a some, some yeah. kind of a thing, and... Sometimes, you know, it's like I have a dinner and I'm drinking my wine and it makes the food taste good because it pairs so whatever perfectly, you know, and it cleans my palate in between each bite. And it's good for your liver, apparently. But it's good for your body. Your body loves to get drunk. I mean, drink wine. Yeah, and the antioxidants. And it prolongs your life if you drink it. Yeah, it keeps you young. There's grannies that drink a shot of whiskey every day and And they're 100 years old. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, You hear all these things. Yeah. You think it's harmless, right? I do. Yeah, I did. Well, I mm. I actually didn't, no. <laughs> you didn't think it was harmless? I didn't think it was harmless. I knew it was danger, danger, Will Robinson. For yeah. me, it was danger, danger. Yeah. Because the moment I had the first drink when I was um teenage year old, riding my mountain bike on the trails in Alaska, right by the glacier, through the creeks, and by the bears, and all those things. I mean, it was the most... Ex- riding the bikes? Uh-huh. That was it. That was the most wonderful experience of the whole world. And then I had a drink of a California cooler. One of the older boys had brought some California coolers. Those are beers? No, it was um, like a limeade with alcohol in it. Oh, man. Back in the day, California coolers were the... uh, Teenage drink? I don't know if they were the teenage drink or the whatever drink, because the guy we was riding bikes with, he wasn't a teenager. Oh, okay. It was a... uh, Wine cooler, when they first were invented. The very first wine cooler. Oh. I don't know if you ever heard of those. No. Other people probably have. Wine coolers like James and Bartles and James. and They put wine and they put bubbles and they put alcohol and they made it fizzy pop. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't drink a beer, you could drink a wine cooler. Right. Anyway, I had one drink of one of those and it tasted so good. You can imagine. Because I was thirsty. Yeah. And I was limited. riding my bike mm-hmm. and it's lime, limeade. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had uh, half a bottle or drank the whole bottle and I kind of fell over into the bushes, oh laughing my, my butt off. And at the time, that was quite fun because I'd never had an experience of being out my body control. not connected to itself yeah. and out of control a little yeah. bit. 
and the other control was like you're a child sitting on a pillow in the center of the floor turning and spinning until mm-hmm. you're dizzy and then you're giggling and falling over so yeah. it felt like that and i thought i found the most wonderful thing that ever existed on the whole planet earth Uh-oh. even better than chocolate wow so yeah it's dangerous yeah yeah and then what happened 30 years of, geez, I wish I never would have drank that. <laughs> <laughs> because every every level of it, it became more and more a component of detaching myself from myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like asking somebody else to drive for a while. Mm-hmm. And Someone do. who is guaranteed lower frequency than yourself. Yeah. So if you ever wonder about... Hey, why would I ever want to have dark light? If I was a light being, why would I ever be curious about dark? Well, just drink some beer or some whiskey. <laughs> then you'll find out. What about the individuals who say, but I only have one half a glass of uh, wine a night or just one kind of beer a night. What do you say to them? That's fine. You know, if you just drink one, what well, do they say to them? What do I say? Mm-hmm. Um, I never met one of them who says that who isn't also obviously driven by that. That is the driver, my only one. Right. That means it's okay. And who decided how much is one? I have a friend. Uh Well, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. (laughs) His wife said he is only allowed two beers a day. Uh So guess what? What? The two beers that he buys, Uh 80 ounces fortified malt liquor i don't know what that means that means this can of beer is basically a quart each and they're triple or quadruple the normal strength of a regular beer so we only had two beers but that was a that was a gallon of beer oh more alcohol in those beers triple the alcohol wow and triple the size oh my god but only two two cans (laughs) (laughs) It, it it shows the the issue there, right? That she, he's actually addicted to it. Well, yeah, he acknowledged it, and she knows it too. And mm. even two giant beers was better than the alternative, which is a never-ending stream of it. You know, mm. so he limited himself, but he doesn't he doesn't actually because mm. his two is at the end of two occasionally more if she's not yeah. being watched or whatever. You know. Yeah. The issue is is that it's the open door. Right. And the open door is to open. Negativity. Open to negativity and possession spirits. Yeah. And, and they do. Uh, oh, they wait for it. They look at It's yeah. like the open door. It's like, here, you know what I want? I want somebody of lower frequency than me to drive me around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Then I can blame it on them. I mm-hmm. didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So yeah. the answer to, is it okay just to have one? Jeez. I'm not your mom. You do whatever you want. <laughs> right. Do you want to have a light-filled Gaia? Then the answer is, well, no. No. Not even one. Not even one. Because that is an open door to negativity and low frequency. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if you're here to bring a light-filled Gaia, then my answer would be, no, not one, not none. Right. And if you become defensive about your one beer a week, then you've got a problem. you got... Something somebody really wants that one, and it ain't you, trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah, physical bodies reject alcohol because it's a poison, it literally kills your cells and kills your liver and brain and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's a physical body poison, sure, and your body doesn't really bother itself with a small dose of the poison once in a while. It's not going to bother it. And in some cases, it can harden it and make it tougher. That's the crucible, and that's the um, the purpose of, like, a beekeeper who gets stung a hundred times. Some of them occasionally develop a sensitivity, but most of them develop a resistance. resistance to the so one sting doesn't not only doesn't hurt, it doesn't affect them. It's the same with alcohol, same with basically everything. You have a little bit, a little bit, pretty soon that little bit is like... Not enough? Not, well, it's not enough to do whatever the little bit was going to do before. Mm-hmm. Plus, your body has set its point to a different state, and that state is already swung over to open the door a little further, mm. basically. We're talking about a different thing. Physical body, how does it affect your physical body? With alcohol, it's not the same as how does it just affect your physical body. That's why I call it spirits. Yeah, because the spirits, right. It it lessens the connection between your body and your soul, allowing possession by other. Mm-hmm. But there's only one set of beings who are interested in possessing another. Person, yeah. And that is a low-frequency being. A high-frequency being would never possess, possess you. Yeah. A high-frequency being may come by invitation with you, mm-hmm. but not possess, possess you. Yeah. And so that's the key difference. So Because the, answer, the word possess, yeah. it's... It's power over you. Exactly, right. Yeah. Owns you. And I know for many, that maybe some, maybe not, but for anyone who feels they hear that and they say either bullshit, or they say it hasn't affected me negatively my entire life, or... You run right into defense. What does that mean when you run right into defense? Yeah, it's always negative. If you start defending your position, it's an egoic response, instant egoic response. But also, yeah. it's, it's not. I mean, if it really wasn't important to you, you wouldn't even go, yeah, alcohol, no alcohol, who cares? That's true. If Doesn't that matter. one wasn't important, yeah. who's it important to? That's exactly. the first question you yeah. need to ask. And if you look at, uh, well, for example, I've been reading a book. From Dr. Edith Fiore. Mm-hmm. says, you have been here before. A psychologist. Look at past lives. And I only recommend that to anyone with um, eyes of steel, I guess. <laughs> eyes of steel? Because, <clears throat> here's the thing. Um, it seems to be that the most... Thick, by By this, anyway... The thing that affects most people in their next life is the death in their previous lives. Their death in their previous lives, it seems to be the most, if it's a traumatic death. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, in that book, there's a lot of traumatic death. So that's why I say you need to have eyes of steel mm-hmm. if you're interested in finding out about what kind of things affect people negatively in their present life. Present life right. from their past life. And the, like I said, it's most most often a dramatic, traumatic death experience that lingers on, which in this book, since it's focused on those kind of patients, the only patients that went to this doctor were ones that were having traumatic issues. It's skewed that way, so it's not a rounded look at past lives. It's specifically if you have negative influences in this life, Mm -hmm. then there's a past life issue that probably came up. Mm -hmm. And... um, 
if you had a past life, let's say, where you were alcoholic, then this life, that spirit that was with you all the time, has a tendency to find you again. <laughs> so that's actually who's interested in you drinking, mm. not you specifically. Right. Because there are plenty of people and... Um, Plenty of people, myself included now, who uh, there isn't one iota, one moment that I say, geez, this would be so much better if I could have a drink with it. <laughs> because I have a drink with everything. I have some water, I have some coffee, I have some tea, I have some guava juice with um, orange juice mixed in it right now. By the way. It's good. <laughs> go to Costco and they have organic guava juice. Uh-huh. Pour about half and half guava juice and orange juice together. Mm. Oh my God, it's so good. And it doesn't need any alcohol in it. No, it doesn't. No. But the reason, and I'm up until maybe eight years ago, six years ago, yeah, seven years ago, there wasn't a time where I sat down that the idea didn't come into my head. Like, probably should have alcohol in that. Yeah. This would be better if we had some alcohol. Oh, it's the end of the day. Better get alcohol. I don't have any. That kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. No, it wasn't me. Yeah. Because the reason, here's the reason I know it wasn't me. Because it's not me now. Right. And I closed the door. You did, yeah. When I closed the slammed door, <clears throat> I slammed that sucker shut. Guess what happened? It There's was over. <laughs> zero desire for alcohol. Yeah, from one day to the next. Yeah. So that... It needs to pretty much rule your evidence. life, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, it ruled all, all parts of my existence in a co-creative relationship with my ex-wife. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, the discussion on on our Telegram channel, in Eleven's Telegram channel, um, was somebody saying about alcohol, so it's okay to... So she's, They said, so you're saying it's not okay to meditate every day and do high-frequency things every day, but one day a week, uh, fill yourself up with bourbon and you know, hang out with your friends. Or something like that. I can't remember exactly the comment. And then there was a discussion that followed, and people saying, "Yeah, I did. alcohol is not bad, and you know, mm-hmm. depends what you do. Make sure that you don't drink too much or whatever. So one a day, whatever." And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter the quantity. It's that is an, the door. That is the door. Yeah, it's a door open to negativity, not positivity. Right. And I got suspicious about alcohol when I was a teenager. And we were learning um, history Mm -hmm. in school in England. And part of the uh, class, the the teacher was telling us about the Industrial Revolution and how people had to uh, change, the whole society had to change from a society that lived in small villages in the country and they're mostly decentralized and self-sufficient to gathering people to go to the big cities and factories. And they did a lot of things to make people want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. They passed laws that they couldn't grow food and all sorts of things to make force people to go to the cities. And the only place they could get work was in factories. And there was a really famous guy... Who became, you know, who, who set up all these factories, um, uh, but who managed to get his workforce to stay because the conditions were so bad in these 
factories that people just wouldn't stay. And what he did was to introduce beer. He introduced beer in the middle of the day, like in, in breaks every now and then, there would be a beer break. And he could keep all his employees, you know. And I got suspicious. I was thinking, wait, so alcohol is a form of social engineering, control. That's why it's being promoted. And the teacher said, yep, yeah, that's right. It's social control. So watch it, you know. Become suspicious of why beer is so well advertised, why there's so many bars everywhere. There's every other road. There's a bar in the city. You know, have a look and see. Because this is not a coincidence. It's not randomly done. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Interesting. And then, of course, people talk about the Native American cultures being disseminated by blankets filled with the deceased fleas. But guess what? Alcohol has done more to destroy Native American cultures around the world, around the Americas, than any type of blanket. I mean, the blanket will kill people from poisons or whatever they put in them. But alcohol destroys a whole culture. It destroys families. It destroys everything. Not just for one go-around either. No, it's a generational thing. It goes on Well, it goes on and it goes on because the possession begets the next one. Yeah. And the next life possession and the next life possession. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you're not a Native American, your next life, you're still going to be possessed. Another possession Mm. by another... Yeah, it's kind of like, how do they have, they as a spirit who's non-physical, an enduring life span of physical experience? They have familiar hosts, Mm -hmm. and the familiar hosts come back from lifetime to lifetime. How do they find each other? It's a multiple lifetime experience, right? Yeah. So, it isn't um, better for you, and it isn't better for them. It's a, a cycle of agreement to have a certain level of experience mm-hmm. and that level of experience is not the one that you as a light being would agree to or voluntarily have and even to even have it you have to have a lower frequency spirit invitation right otherwise right. you wouldn't even go there nope. yeah so <clears throat> happy to say the answer to the question is any alcohol okay no not really no. None. No. No open door is okay to low frequency influences. None. And when that door is closed, the answer you feel is, hmm, no, none. <laughs> when the answer is open, the answer you feel is, well, little's okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, once in a while is fine. Right. As long as you don't lose control, right? You'll be, yeah. got, you'll That's, be fine. That is the open door speaking. Yeah, it is. All right. I think that's as black and white and clear as a bell. As I you think can so be. too. Yeah. And for the for you if you're listening, if you do feel any type of defense around how, having the the one know, pleasure the in one your ple- life, yeah, or whatever. whatever, or that it's fine to have one, just watch that. Watch that defense because when you become defensive, it's never a high frequency state. And the next thing is. To actually check in with your body when you're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Aside from the whole story that you're told yourself, yeah. you got to remember in the sessions with the open doors, the one who's feeling that pleasure and enjoyment is not actually the you. Right. And the physical body is not actually feeling that enjoyment and that pleasure. No. 
Some physical bodies have been habituated, and so they feel off-balance by the absence of something because they've been poisoned over a lifetime. Right, right. So the detoxing process is a little uncomfortable, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are cures for that, such as ginger. Yeah. Pack around a... A, um, a root. root <laughs> you know, the root, the whole root thing. Put a chunk of that in your pocket, and any time you're feeling uh, unease or diseased or issues... Just chalk off a chunk of that. And that'll yes, fix you right up. It does. <laughs> but the, from its normal and healthy state, from its normal equilibrium state, the addition of alcohol is not a positive thing that your body says, oh, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. In the case of the California cooler, in my experience, that was a trick. Yeah. And it was not me. Mm-hmm. When you look back, who do you... My physical body was tricked because it doesn't taste like alcohol. Right. It just tastes like lime, lime. with yeah. water and yeah. a little sugar. And everybody's like body loves that. It's yeah. lemonade. Your body is, like, lemonade. Yeah. trained to love citrus and yes. electrolytes and little bubbles and a little sweet. Yeah. It's like, that's ambrosia. No mm -hmm. accident there. Right. The alcohol tasteless and not noticeable. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway... What was I getting at? Was uh, that if you actually check in with you, you, the true, the you, the real you, not the possessing person or the possessing spirits or the possessions or the low frequency influences or whatever, the open door person, however you want to look at it, the actual you isn't actually enjoying that. Mm -hmm. Because the actual you who listened to this is a high frequency right. individual whose sole purpose for being on this planet at this time is... A light-filled Gaia. Exactly, yeah. So what about James Joyce and his saying of he gets drunk to make people interesting? Well, that's the wrong people. That's <laughs> the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Can't start finding yourself some you interesting people, some right? People. Yeah. Because I, I did notice that the people that were interesting when I was drinking are ever so less interesting now that I'm not. Yeah. And the stories that they have are the exact same stories repeated. Yeah. yeah. And like sometimes, in a loop, aren't they? sometimes it's not only the exact same story with different people, sometimes it's exactly the same story again with yeah. the same people. Yeah. And it's very interesting and hilarious to them all over again. Yeah. So there drunk. is some truth to it makes Make it, makes some people interesting, but yeah. it's not interesting people that it makes interesting. No. Because uh, <laughs> interesting people aren't going to have that conversation no, with you. No, they're not. <laughs> right. That is true. Right. Just find yourself new people, huh? New tribes. Well, or explain it to the tribe that you're with and see who comes with you. Yeah. Some <laughs> of them will, some of them won't. Uh-huh. Um... But uh, there's no reason to segregate yourself from yourself if, you're, uh, if your entire tribe is ready to move on to another level of experience. They, uh, they might all be waiting for you. That's you true. might be the one holding them back. Yeah. Yeah. So flick the switch and slam that door shut and watch what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll be a different life and it will be a higher frequency one. Yeah, it will. And it won't be boring. And it won't be um, no conversations. 
and it won't be not interesting and it won't be all of the excuses that I've heard in a million times yeah and you won't be humdrum and you won't be a whatever teetotaler whatever that is if that was a negative thing (laughs) (laughs) funny that is that's part of the social engineering it is that somebody who doesn't drink alcohol they're shunned and something's wrong shunned, with them. Wrong they with must them. be an alcoholic. They don't like fun. They don't like fun. A teeter and all they're sorts all of stick in the mud. Yeah. All those things, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of the social engineering. It is, yeah. yeah. Remember on Navy ships, they had rum rations? Yeah. You know why they had rum rations? Why? Because their life was utterly miserable and that was the only way. They could keep them there. They could keep them there. A little bit like the social engineering, social engineering the the industrial thing, revolution. Right. Yeah. Rumoration, and then they, uh, it's like, well, it ain't so bad. Yeah. But yeah. who is it isn't so bad to? Guess what? A very much lower, lower frequency individual. That's who it's not so bad for. Right. So uh, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, yeah. Also, if you want to, if you want to know, Alcohol is bacteria pee. What is bacteria pee? Alcohol. I don't know. Oh, bacteria pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so bacteria eat the thingies and they poop and pee out. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about it that way. <laughs> you're drinking you're pee. Drinking bacteria pee. Eh. Yeah. Maybe that's not the best high frequency thing to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Try yeah. some swirly water. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anything else you want to chat about? Um, let me think. There was this thing you did the other day. Oh yeah. What was that? Espanol. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have a a team at Walk with Me now, Spanish speaking team, who have organized um, themselves into a weekly live broadcast on YouTube with mm. myself. They've been very supportive and they help on on the topics and they organize everything and um and also and walk with me now i mean a couple of people in walk with me now they don't speak english at all and they just use google translate to do all the interactions there to all the courses and classes and tools so yeah it's, it's pretty amazing and um so we had our first live broadcast yesterday actually that was in Spanish. It was in Spanish. It, it was is, really hard for me because Spanish, I have to yeah. translate everything in my head. Yeah. I'm not totally fluent anymore. and um, But it was a lot of fun. It was interesting. Mm. And, yeah, it, it was interesting. Yeah. The Spanish-speaking collective is very powerful. Very powerful. Hugely Probably powerful huge, on the entire... On the planet. A huge part of the planet, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're going to be doing that on a weekly basis, having yep. a live call? We're going to start, the first eight Spanish. weeks is going to be on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Okay. And then after that, we're going to go on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. So for now, it's Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. An hour or thereabouts in Spanish, yes, live stream, mm-hmm. question answer type Yeah. in Spanish. So if you don't speak Spanish, I guess you need Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do speak Spanish or you know people who speak Spanish who are like, that's their primary language and they really interact well you know where to send Spanish, them. then have them go check that out. Yeah. Because it's uh, gloves off there. Yep. The Spanish collective is gloves off. They don't mess around. They don't mess around, man. 
They want to hear it. So uh, <laughs> you might share that. And how do they find that? I mean, how do you find uh, where that live stream is? Yeah, where do you go? So there's a Telegram channel. Telegram um, channel called? Yeah, Inelia in Espanol. Well, how do you find that? I don't know. You go to Telegram and maybe do a search Inelia and one of the Inelia in Espanol will pop up. Oh, okay. And or, the, or you go to YouTube. YouTube.com slash Inelia. Just your first name? Mm-hmm. Or you like Inelia or Cher or Sting? You're yes. like first name famous now? Yes. Oh, yeah, sweet. first name famous name. I like that. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic, honey. Yeah. Uh-huh. So your first name famous is Spanish? Yeah. Oh, what do you think about that? I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool right yeah it's pretty cool yeah it's it's um it's different um and the team is working on translating all the tools and the courses and classes and things so every week we're hoping to get a new tool a new class out there in spanish so yeah time i think it's time yeah i do remember every time you post something that or share something or have a class or whatever it's there's always Always pressure, just like to make it in Spanish. Please make it in Spanish. Yeah, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. That that, pressure pressure, used to come in for me to do it for them, right? People would say, Inelia, do it in Spanish. Do it for me. The difference is in this team got together and walk with me now. And they said, we're going to do it and we're going to support you Mm -hmm. in doing this. And it's right. not just for us, it's for everyone. Air on the planet. On the planet that exactly. we Exactly. Yeah. So do you see the difference? I do. Hugely different energy there. And I get the same messages for German, for, for French, right? The Romanian, I think Romanian, they have a team, they're translating a lot of stuff already. Mm-hmm. There's actually a, a website with stuff in Romanian for my stuff. But in Spanish now, right? The team is actually doing it. And it's not like passively waiting for me to do it. So it's yeah, it's a huge difference. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I just when I feel into that, I see like there are millions of Spanish speakers who are thirsty to hear. Mm-hmm. So I really applaud your team, the team of Spanish and English speakers who are putting this together. Some of them are just Spanish. They're just Spanish speaking too. <laughs> yeah, they use Google Translate to do all the work with me, st- work with me now stuff, and all the classes and courses. Yeah, it's a big ball to pick up. <clears throat> I mean, that ball has responsibility with it. It does, yeah. And, and what I like about them is that they they got off their chairs and started. They didn't wait for me to. Do everything for them. Or go find them and ask them to do it. Or any I didn't have to ask them. Uh, they showed up yep. ready to go. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that means that's... Is that available, that option available for people who might be doing that in other languages? Totally. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's a call to action in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put together a team and... Yeah, totally. I guess contact Ilya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's like there's there's some core messages in the work that you do that are so rarely heard, honestly. Even though 
once you seed it, it seems like it goes everywhere. Yeah. And then it becomes, it becomes normal. The background almost. Yeah. It's like the normal is raise your vibration. Right? <laughs> yes. Of course, when you listen to that phrase, raise your vibration, you doesn't think about it sense. and you go, wait a minute, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Raise your vibration. What does that even mean? We always interpret it. I always did for the longest time that it meant raise your frequency. Right. right. But that's not the word. Nope. It's vibration. The words were raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see that all over the place. But it actually means make it louder. Make yourself Louder, you, everyone, including low frequency, louder. And louder means yeah. more visible. Mm-hmm. Basically, make yourself visible. Make the planet and everything make that's happening. Make the planet and everyone like on the planet totally visible. Totally visible, yeah. Instead of kind of like sneaky, hiding around mm-hmm. the back or whatever. Yep. You can't avoid seeing and clearly choosing yeah. if the vibration is higher. Mm-hmm. And now you've included in your personal work, raise your vibrational frequency. Those Which two is, words connected yes. together. And That's... now I'm starting to see vibrational frequency said and written together, not separated. <laughs> I know, and it's so cool, That's quite huh? interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. So those those things are permeating English words, but I don't know about other languages. I imagine if you express them in those words in those other languages, they'll do the same. Mm-hmm. I'd say so, probably, right? Right. Yeah. But there are other people on the planet who are doing the work like you are in other languages. They are, yeah. But sometimes they um, drop the ball or they get distracted or they get hijacked or they get forget or who knows what. That happens in English too, though. I mean, there's a lot of teachers who got hijacked and are getting jabbed and all sorts of things, telling their students to get jabbed. And, you know, I noticed that too. I'm like, I'm in shock. Yeah, that's like, happening how a lot. in what way? And then I remember, one thing to remember, there's... A high frequency light paradigm. There's a light and dark paradigm. Those two are separating. Mm-hmm. In order for them to physically separate something, you have to make an irreversible, not a, like, irreversible is like, uh, one of those taboo words, I guess, in a sense. But in this case, it's a certain choice. Yeah. A choice made by your own hand of a frequency band right. in a frequency band. And that frequency band is the one that you're picking to exist in. Yes. And that pick isn't a reversible pick to the degree that at, there has to be a point where you say this one or that one because these are incompatible realities. So I pick that one or this one. You're right. That's it. Mm-hmm. And these choices are made in a physical way in this physical reality. Because we call it physical because we're here, of course. Exactly, yeah. If you're, if you read about the past lives or in between lives or any other stuff, those reels are just as real as this reel. Mm-hmm. But for here, for now, we'll call this the real reel. Right, right. Even though they're all real real. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that's what this is about. And the experience of exiting this reel is through death. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah. That's how you leave this reel. You don't leave this reel other ways, or do you? Um, you could temporarily travel to other realities, but to leave it, yeah, it's through death. You okay. leave it through death. And so, obviously, by doing the observation, you can see that the ones that will be dying are the ones who have chosen to leave. They're leaving to enter a light-dark reel. Mm-hmm. 
and the light dark reel is not this one. So right. this one you're staying is a light reel, and the light dark is exiting. Right. Also known as the dark. <laughs> the <laughs> Power dark. Power of others, fear <laughs> based reality. Fear based reality, savior. Yeah. Like sick people, I need to go save them, yes. fix them, heal them, heal them, heal them, heal them. All of these things, they're mm-hmm. less than um, light. Yes. So. Uh, Codependency. Codependent. Yeah. yeah, there's, I mean, it's hard to say those words and not think of them as negative because as a light being, those are actually negative. Right. To a light being. Yeah. To a dark being, they're not negative. They are. Normal. Symbols of power and ability mm-hmm. and uh, strength. Yep. So it's not that one's better than the other. They're just different. Right. It's but it is different. much better light if you're light. Yes. And dark if you're dark. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's sort of, I hope that goes without saying. Right, yeah. <laughs> so that's the... Uh, Reason for the season, I guess, is a <laughs> reason for the season. <laughs> when we we think about the three D physical aspect of deciding which reality to pick, how do you decide? Decide mm-hmm. this way. This is a way to decide. And it's a uh, shocking that so many people picking uh, light dark real over um, light filled guy. Awareness, yeah. I already always anticipated. And that's probably my own bias that everyone would pick a light filled Gaia. Why I wouldn't know. they? <laughs> exactly. But it's just not the truth. The no. truth is, is that this reel, the light dark reel experiment was so interesting to so many. They want to continue. Yeah, they do. They want to continue it. It's just that Gaia doesn't want to. Nope. The experiment is over. Right. And. Us as a collective and the collective of the planet, or the species here, is over. So this is a transition time. Okay. So if you feel concern, strain, stress, you're sensitive about the carrying out of the decision, because the decision comes about through death, Mm -hmm. then one of the ways that you can make yourself more comfortable with the process to some degree... um, is exposure to the experience. And then what I mean by that is um, everyone almost practically universally feels the exact same basic thing when they die. All pain, all discomfort, all mm, strain, stress, concern, Attachment, like those type things dissolve and vanish to the degree where um, it's not traumatic anymore. Right. The traumatic part is it only existing in this hosted space Mm -hmm. of reality. Mm -hmm. Once you exit that tiny little lens, it's gone. Right. So what might look from terrifically horrid it is terrifically horrid here but from there it's like that's yes, curious yeah. not even that's experience. curious just an it's experience. less than that's curious it's like hmm, how about that it's just an experience it's just a matter of fact type yeah. of thing so yeah. 
The experience that those who are exiting will be having is only not comfortable here. Right. The moment they die, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Finer. <laughs> Does that mean that everybody that's dying now is going to a light dark? No, no. Yeah, of course not. No, of course not. Of course not. But everyone who's dying by picking light dark is going there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And they're picking that death with their own, by their own hands. Yes, by going out of their way to get a job. Out of their way. That'd be one, that's one way. Although there would be more coming, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be either ways, obviously. Because not everybody um, who is a high-frequency choice person will be getting a job. job. I mean, I, I mean, the ones that are... Not choosing the light dark paradigm rather than the light paradigm. Some of them are not getting a job, like the white su- uh, supremacists. They're not getting jobs. And um, they're not. They're not exactly high frequency. High frequency. They're not high frequency, right? They're so totally they have, out of the power over others. They, by their own hand, pick another way. They will pick another way, yes. And probably so, be a battle. I don't know what it will be, but be it's going to be different. It's yeah. going to be different. It will be an. In- it it's going to be clear, and they have to do something, right, mm-hmm. by their own hand. All that tough stuff. All right. Well, we'll keep our eye out for it, mm-hmm. I suppose. But yeah. I think it'll be, as you've said before, unmistakable. Right. So one of the things to remember, if you're a light being and you're choosing a light paradigm, but everybody you love is getting jabbed, and you see that they're choosing that dark paradigm, and it's clear to you... Don't be tempted to leave the planet. Don't be tempted because you are needed right now. You were born here to hold the light, to hold this planet, right, to to claim it. And I know it's going to be sad. It's going to be traumatic and everything else coming in the coming years. Uh, Stick to it. That's why you mustn't isolate yourself. You have to get yourself a really high-frequency tribe. Go to walk with me now. Mm -hmm. Find your local tribes. Join lots of high frequency tribes because it's time. You can't be alone this at this time. You mustn't be alone. It's gonna to be too tough otherwise. And you the the these people who are dying, they're gonna come close, you know, it's gonna be close. We had somebody die across the street from a COVID COVID accident. Um mysterious, you know, they can't explain it and all that other stuff. And this is what they're saying these days, you know, the unexplainable, unexplained, or whatever's. Mm-hmm. So be aware of that. Do not give up. Do not leave. Just find tribes that are your frequency, high frequency tribes. Don't isolate yourself, and don't leave. Because when you said, uh, when people die, their experiences. Oh well, that was interesting, right? Yeah, it seems like a. Like an easy exit. Exactly. And I don't want you to get tempted with that. And it's not what we're saying either. No, what I was meaning by that, and I better should be clear. I was was meaning that all of the trauma, the trauma that you might see is not lasting. If it's not, it's not a permanent state. It's a state that exists only here Mm -hmm. and only if you come back to a light, dark, real. But that's an experience that was desired. Right. So, it's not to go wallow in it. It's that it's not a permanent situation. It will be over. Yeah. So you don't need to wallow in pity of it, you know, and suffer with it. Suffer thinking that it's permanent of some way. It's a fleeting thing. It'll go 
what's the word? This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. It's that. So I'm still not understanding what you mean by it. <laughs> well, I guess what I mean is if around you see all this death and dying and suffering, etc., etc., it's over for them the minute they die. Oh, so not to... Don't, like, stress about stress it too, too about much. Their because suffering. Their suffering. Their suffering, yeah. Mm. That's your. That would be your suffering, is their suffering. Yeah. Isn't it? What about this choice of being not just about this lifetime, but many lifetimes to come? Well, that's what I mean. When they've died, that doesn't mean they're coming back to light dark. Kind of does. Unless they've picked that's, that. Yes, they've picked it. So. so that means they want that. That's yeah. the experience. And that matter-of-fact observation of it from the mm-hmm. after-they-died state, they look at that, what happened, and they go, oh, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now? I'm fine. What do you think about it? Oh, nothing. Nothing really. That's how serious that is from that other state. Right, from going in and out of the light. Dark, I guess dark, for dark. me it makes it easier to understand that, you know, in oh. that in-between life state, mm-hmm. They're not like continuing to suffer. Right. That there is relief from the suffering. For you as an individual of high frequency and a light field Gaia, if you are with your high frequency tribe and made these connections and these bonds, none of your high frequency tribe are going to be dying like that. Right. Yeah. And you won't even be seeing that because nobody in your bubble is going to be like that. I mean... You'll see it. If you go out of your bubble, you're going to notice that. We're in our bubble across the street, right? Right, but we didn't even know. We didn't know. We weren't even here when it happened. We weren't here. We were somewhere There was no big sign saying anything. There was news that it reported, but we Mm -hmm. don't get that news. No. It just came through a side route. Yeah. So. I guess it's it's complicated, but what I'm saying is, you know. Don't join them. <laughs> Don't join them, right. Don't join them. Yeah. Join your high-frequency tribe. Exactly. Stay alive, join your high-frequency tribe, and things will not be tough. Right. When you're with your When you're high-frequency tribe, things are not tough. They're great. They're great. What more can you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's as clear as a bell. It's always the doing, you know. I've noticed that there are some people who've listened. Some people have listened good. Their experience of life is awesome. It's incredible. There's some who've listened a little bit, and their life is in transition. It's in transition. It's good. It's got its good points. It's bad points. And And there's some that have gone away. Yeah, didn't listen at all. Didn't listen at all. And And their their life's not so good. Their life is less good. Yeah. Because just remember, light-filled Gaia is hosting a light-filled existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a light-dark and a dark isn't compatible with it. Right. So what it means by it's not so good means it doesn't match the frequency of the planet. Right. That's all. Oh, it, it matches the light-dark paradigm, you know, because... Well, that's I, what I'm saying. It doesn't match yeah. the light-filled Gaia. No, it doesn't, no. That's why it's uncomfortable. Right. Because what does it mean, the light-filled Gaia? It means... That people embody that high frequency. They embody it. They drop the fear. They drop the power over others. They drop the, the attachment to negative things. They drop the alcohol and drugs. They drop all that blaming others. You know, they drop all that and they embody that light. And that's how 
light becomes full of light by people embodying being that essential self that they truly are. That's what it means. It's not. It doesn't. It's not complicated. No. Yeah. Like like a fish in the water or a fish on the beach. Yeah. Fish in the water is just perfect. Yeah. Fish on the beach, it's not going to be so very good. comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What a pretty puppy. What a pretty puppy. Oh, cute puppy. How we ended up with a cat and a puppy the exact same color. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Brad and PB are the same butterscotch. Yes, they are. Okay, well, it's a big topic. It is a big topic, yeah. If you need to talk about it more, you have questions about it, I hope you by now know where to go. Mm-hmm. Walk with me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or nettiebins.chat. On YouTube, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Oh my gosh! Inelibens.com <laughs> okay. for the tools. Ineliabenz.com for the tools right. to keep you in your high frequency reel. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they're there for. That's, that's the why the tools exist. Yeah. And uh, you can go to my Telegram channel, or our Telegram channel, I should say. <laughs> it's yours. It's mine. Okay. Yeah, I just hang Thank out you. on it. Thank you. <laughs> um, Ineliabenz. Uh, chat, I think it's called. No, Inelia Benz channel. Um, yeah, to go to Telegram, if you do Inelia Benz, you get the English stuff. If you do Inelia, you get the Spanish stuff. Okay, got it. And, uh, Walk With Me Now, of course, is our high frequency tribe. Lots of interesting, in, in fascinating conversations. Yeah, projects, Walk With Me Now, you study get, groups. I walk With Me Now, you get study groups and people that are doing this active. work and focusing on it and yeah. thinking about it and all of the tools. There's no codependency are there. Independent, there, you know, you active, don't have to proactive. buy it and fill it out. Yeah. You've got access to the entire library all back 10 years. Yeah. And every one of those courses, every one of those classes, every one of those blog entries, every one of those things are for a purpose, you know? Yeah. There's a million different people billion people several billion people and several billion ways to receive the information mm-hmm. hey and this is one way this is one good way it's by no means exclusive or unique you know it's what the human collective already knows and people often say you know uh, i like your stuff because it's, it's like remembering what i already know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's what really resonates for individuals but it's there and I believe in very simple tools, not complicated tools. So, yeah, use them. Use them. Like Phil Gaia. Here <laughs> yeah. we come. Yeah. Or here we are. Here we are. That's better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Feel We're complete. Here. How about you, honey? <laughs> yes. All right. Love you. Love you too, honey.